Welcome to the Who is God podcast. I am Thaddeus Funk, the host, and I want to welcome you for joining me on this journey as we continue to hear about and to learn about who God is. Um, we've had some wonderful guests recently, and I I don't know that I've been as excited to have this guest as, as any other guest I've had so far, oh, no. <laughs> but uh, um, the, uh, the guest I have here, we go back about uh, maybe about 10 or 12 years mm-hmm. Um, and we have a history of just having a lot of fun together. Um, whether that's the type of fun we should be having. <laughs> True <laughs> or, statement. Or, uh, or, or stretching the, stretching the boundaries just a little bit. There you go. They're not breakable, but, uh, no. they're made out of rubber. Exactly. Right. So my guest tonight is Derek Eafley. And, hello, and I did hello. say, I've been saying Eafley for a long time and you I just, have. you got it. I was getting ready to correct <laughs> you and, and you got it right. Nice um, job. So welcome. Thank Thanks. you. Um, looking forward to hearing a little bit about your life. Um, I know bits and pieces. Okay. Um, but I don't know that I've heard uh, a whole lot of story. Um, not, in a, not in a sit-down uh, story format, at sure. least. Um, I know you, you're, to a great extent, you're an open book. Absolutely. People who know you a little bit know a lot about you. Yep. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I've, that I've learned to get better at um, is learning to be transparent. And I think sure. as people see that, um, as I become to be, a, as I tend to try and be a little more transparent, I think my relationships are a lot better. Um, and that's one of the things I've learned from you is uh, how to have great relationships. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't have to learn that. I was, I was born with that. Like I am who I am and you get it all. So right. bring it on. Well, I love it. I love it. I, I almost brought a minion today, um, but I ran out of time to go, you know. I, I have many at home. If you wanted a mini, you should have told me. I have plenty of them at home. All right. Still. Right? My minions have all graduated. Yes. But um, I got one getting married. That's crazy. Yeah. Like in February. Mm-mm. No, I know. They're still know. supposed to be learning to ride bikes. And, I know. And not, I miss yeah. the days of cheering them on in wrestling and, uh-huh. you know, like those days. And now it's cheering them on in life with a... Another person who are going to join together and be off on their adventure, and and someone else is becoming the priority. Yeah, that's a little. That's that is so fun to watch, but it's mm. a little. It's a little hard on the other side too. Yeah, like the the going from from parent and we'll always be parents. Yeah, um, forever and ever and ever. But from from parent and and being relied upon to parent and pursuing them, mm-hmm. um, both he and Anthony, um, I think, is a very uh, a very different part of parenting that we're that we're learning right now. I kind of like it. It's an intriguing transition. Yeah. Um, you know, as my as my son got older, uh, realizing that. I was more effective if I just said something once. Oh, interesting. And that I, when I realized he was listening, was always listening, mm-hmm. even when I thought he wasn't. He was always listening. And it was if I repeated it, even if it was two or three days later, then I didn't get feedback for two or three days because he would wait and cogitate on it. And, um, you know, because he's a thinker. Sure. Um and it would be a while. Sometimes it would be a month before I saw that he had even heard. But once I started to see that mm-hmm. and I realized, oh, I'm a little more effective if I just throw it out there, not even sometimes directly in, you know, but talking about something else. He will take 
and internalize it and spit it back to me from his perspective. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was really cool. That was one of those, okay, it's easier to let you go out into the world, try and make your own way, make your own mistakes, because I know you're smart. I know you're making good decisions. Did you ever get the, how did you know, dad, from him? From mm, Give me more. So Dawson does these these times where he'll be explaining something and I will add my piece. And he might believe me, might not, but he'll come back, like you said, a week, a month later and go, Dad, how did you know mm. that that was what was going on? And, you know, I get to be like, well, I was a young gentleman at one point, too, and I just <laughs> happen to remember what, what that, that felt like. Right, right. So those, no. those were always fun moments. How did you know? No, my favorite was um, when he first asked uh, asked for advice. Okay. And then a couple months later, he says, uh, when I asked how things were going, he's like, well, I didn't, I didn't follow your advice. I was like, and? okay. Um, and then everything blew up, <laughs> you know, um, and it affected like him and, and several of his friends. And it was, it was just, uh, if, if growth wasn't something that comes out of trials, right. It, it would have been tragic. Sure. But instead, I think it was it was a great thing. It was a great growing opportunity, a great learning opportunity for he and some of his friends, and also an opportunity to learn the character of some of his friends. Yeah, and I bet. So, and it did involve a girl. Uh-oh. And uh, those were his trials and tribulations and late-night discussions in our house. Yeah, yeah. So we could probably go on all day, but we yes, have some we listeners who don't know anything <laughs> about what we're talking about. Um, so Derek, uh, obviously this is who is God and we want to learn about God. I know you've encountered God throughout your life. Yep. Um, what is this, what is the time that you, that, that you would like to share that would really help us understand who God is and how he's shown up in your life? You know, I would, I would say there are lots of moments where, where, God shows up. The the one he's laying on my heart to share um, for me, and it it had to do it. It actually had to do with my son. Um, since we've been talking about him, um, he and I were walking the dog one night, and it was one of those walks where we weren't out for the dog's benefit. You know, Dad and Dawson needed to to connect, um, and I knew there was something weighing on his heart, um, and it really was that time of in his life where he was trying to figure out, am I, am I, am I a Christian because my parents are, or what is, what is my relationship with God? Mm. Um, Dawson's a safety seeker. Dawson, uh, likes all of his ducks in a row. Um, and we know that, that God shows up at, at different times. Right. And so we're on this walk and we're just chatting about it. And he keeps asking, but how do you know, Dad? How do you know that God exists? How do you know that he's listening? And, and you know, I'm just giving him my best. Like, this is what I believe. And these are, these are times in my life where um, I see, I can look back on and see, wow, God really showed up um, and kind of picked me up and dusted me off. Like, I hope I've always done, you know, for you that, you know, I let you fail, but then I dust you off and we learn from it. And we move on. 
Andy, you know, he just kept going back to it, but how do you know? But how do you know? And we, we paused on a little, uh, right before a little bridge over by our house as we were walking. And he asked again, so we were talking, and believe it or not, there was a somebody's tract that they'd Somebody had been given, and they obviously didn't want to read it or whatever. It You're talking been, a gospel track, like a gospel track, right? Okay. Like, I'm not a big fan of those. Like, I, especially in, you know, hey, you know, server, here's here's a gospel track. That'll be your tip tonight. Like, come on, we can do right. better than that, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm, I, they are what they are. Most of them that I've ever seen really are, are preaching the gospel, so I don't want to comment on those. But it was ironic that it was sitting right in the middle of the bridge. Like as we were having this, and I, I'm going to tear up thinking about this. Like right in the middle of that bridge was that, and Dawson picked it up and yelled, "I get it now. I hear you, God." And just because that track, you know, I have not in that park. I have not seen a track mm. since that point. Before that point, after that point. Like there was definitely a, a for someone to meet him in that tangible way mm-hmm. where we know, you know, at one point God was meeting people very tangibly. Right. A lot of us wish he would do that again. That was that was about the most tangible thing I've ever seen God do. It's just right there in that moment, that was how he chose to enter into our conversation about him. And just Puts this track that exp- that that walks through the Bible, the gospel. Right. Here's here's why. Here's who. I don't even think we read it. Right. Like we opened it. We're like, I was like, oh, that's a track. He goes, what is that? I'm like, it's you know something you can hand to somebody and and they can not have to listen to you. They can read about you know the gospel message and and mm-hmm. why and how. And that's where he was like, oh my gosh, we've been talking this whole walk. And that's where he just yelled out, I hear you. I get it get now. It. Because he showed up, said, "How do you know?" He showed up I'm gonna, right in the middle I'm gonna, of that. I'm going to interrupt you with this. Yeah, at the precise moment that you need it, not early, not late, but at that moment, right when he was asking that deep-seated question, you know, and, and I just like my mind goes crazy, and I'm like, okay, so did somebody drop it there? Or did it fall out of somebody's bag there? Did he just go? I'm going to put that here. You know, and it magic, you know, like just, just appeared, you know, or how did that all, I, I kind of tend to go with more of the, I guess maybe it could have appeared, but I tend to go with more of the, all the circumstances lined up so that it would mm-hmm. get dropped right there just in time for you to see it. Well, and did it appear because that's how God wanted it to happen. Right. You know, he's, God is so amazingly big and has such a, a, knowledge about everything that he knew when that that was printed on that paper he knew when that tree got cut down to make that paper that that tract was going to be printed on that would be in somebody's bag or hand or get you know get to that bridge at that time for like god just is big enough to know okay this is how i'm gonna show up in right their life on this day at this time and of all the different things he could have done Yep. Some would have been less meaningful. Yep. But this was exactly what he needed. In that moment, it was exactly what Dawson needed to take a step forward right. in his in his walk. And it wasn't just a, oh, okay, I get it. But 
No, there was an audible like, oh boy, this meant something. Right. And that so so what I see there is a God who is paying attention. Mm-hmm. One, he cares enough about Dawson to go through all that effort, but mm-hmm. he's he's listening to the conversation mm-hmm. that the two of you are having. Mm-hmm. And he knew how many years ago when the tree started to grow, right? That this conversation was going to happen. Yep. And I think it's so. And I, I think not only was he listening to Dawson in my conversation and listening to Dawson and meeting a need in Dawson, but I know at the time that I was, I knew Dawson needed a tan, needed a tangible moment. And if you look hard enough, you'll you can always find God in the flowers and the trees and yeah. and. The wind when you need, you know, all of those things. I believe in all of that, but Dawson needed just a little bit more mm-hmm. in that moment, and I couldn't provide it for him as his dad. Right. So his heavenly father did. Isn't that awesome? That's It's crazy for me to think about how that came about and how he just showed up in that moment for that little bit and may never show up in that way to anybody else or to Dawson or to me ever again but in that moment i believe that's what was needed yeah in in both of our walks and we were talking earlier about how how much god wants an intimate relationship with each of us yes and here he speaks to Dawson in in an intimate mm-hmm. way that's just amazing it is i agree like i the fact that there's a that there's a God big enough to orchestrate all of that, <laughs> and yet He wants to have an intimate relationship with me, not just anybody, right? But every single one of us, all at the same time. It's it's hard for me to wrap my mind around a God that is so big, yet so values you know, uh, celebrating a moment or, or wants to be a part of the, the bad times and wants, you know, is, is big enough and strong enough to beat on his chest when, you know, when something bad happens. I heard that at, at our church that, you know, God's, God's big enough to handle anything, but he's relationship enough that, He'll take a beating on the chest and take the blame. He already did once, but take that blame for be angry, be mad. Like, come to me. Let's let's go at this. Let's figure this out. Right. Because he wants to be there in, in those moments, all of those moments. Right. Well, I, I want to roll back to this moment again, just okay. a second. As you're walking with the – what's going through your heart and your mind as you're – like? You care a lot for your son. A ton. <laughs> like, a lot, yes. Like, he is he is immeasurably important to you. Yes. And and I'm I'm sure his relationship with God, right? Yep. What you you were I'm assuming pouring your heart out at that moment as as you're in your walk. I was trying to I was trying to be the hands and feet of, of Christ for Dawson in that moment. Why? Uh, because I believe that's part of what we're called to be. 
It's more than that, though, isn't it? It's in that, absolutely in that moment, more than that. In that moment. I, that's where I want to go. I want to dig a little bit more. Oh, in that moment. It, it is more than that. Like, I... Trying to help him understand or experience uh, the the great big God, the loving Father that that I've experienced, that has has picked me up, dusted me off, um, smacked me over the head, and said, "Hey, this is the direction I want you to go now." Like shuts one door, opens one door. All those phrases we say, like, mm-hmm. "How can I help my son experience that?" Because I didn't have anyone in my life until later that really helped me to uh, to see that um mm-hmm. that really helped me to kind of wrestle with a, a sounding board on on my faith and i always want to be that for dawson good times and bad like in times of belief and times of i don't know like mm-hmm. i i think all of that is part of of our walk with christ i i really wish it was a moment in time and from there it's it's Everything is great, and I'll never question it again. Um, I think that comes with intimate relationship. Yeah. You know, in a in a budding relationship with Christ, there are going to be times where I'm like, I don't know. So you didn't have that at his age. No. And so for you to provide that at him at this age, what does that mean to you? It goes into a part of what we do as as a family. So Terry and I, um, you know, one of our one of our written values as a family is we help. I knew that value was. I knew yeah. the word value was coming up here pretty yeah. quick. So so we help can mean we help the neighbor mow the lawn. We help can mean I'm providing you know a jack for the guy down the street that's trying to do it you know in his big vehicle with this little tiny thing like mm-hmm. hey drop it back off of the house when you can that means pushing somebody out of the snow that also means when somebody's hurting that we step in and say I don't know how to help but I'm here to do it with you mm-hmm. and that can be with with relationships that can be with uh. uh depression that can be like, Hey, if I just need to sit in silence because you just need someone sitting beside you, that's how I can help. Then that's what we do. And so for Dawson, that was one way that I could, as he's questioning, um, as he's questioning the existence of God, Mm -hmm. there's always the Bible, but he's also an outward processor. Right. So how do I, you know, I, I need that sounding board. Okay. Let me help. Let me, let's talk through. This right. is, this is how he's shown up in my life. This is how I have experienced God. So, so during this walk, you're mm-hmm. getting energized. Oh, absolutely. You're learning through all this. You're growing. Absolutely. You're looking backwards at what you didn't have. And f- I'm guessing the ability to be able to provide that and and be in the situation where you can give that to your son mm-hmm. what 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 were you feeling then have you even given any thought to what was going through no i was kind of living in the moment uh-huh so i i grew up with loving parents we went to church every th- every single sunday um i was i was taken to uh wednesday night church classes like that was that was made a priority but for in my family of origin that was kind of the church's job was mm. was to help do that um right and in my life 
I wanted to be more for my son. Yes, the church is there, and that's something we experience together to experience God together as a church. But part of that, uh, my job as your parent is to uh, help you with spiritual formation. So living by example, setting values that are Christ-centered values, and really taking any moment I can growing up to, to, or when Dawson was growing up, to look at him and go, you know how, you know how God showed up in my life today? Here's an example of, of mm-hmm. the God that I know. And, and I know how much you've poured into his life as his dad. I know what it's like, um, you know, my life, train wreck, and trying to create a better life for our sons. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I used to think that was the American dream, but, but it's even beyond, it's more than that. It's, it's every parent has that for their child. Sure. Um, what, what did it mean at that moment to realize that you're pouring everything you can because you care so much about this young man and to realize that God cares about him more than you do? I don't know that I ever thought about it like that. Thank you very much. Now, great. <laughs> he means more than I do. Of course he does. No, I, I know that. Um I think it was unique, a unique situation for me in that there was a way for me to experience, not even to give, to experience God again in a more tangible way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reading into all of it. I don't know. But in that moment, that was the tangibility of of God, uh, both for Dawson and for me. Um he answered, he answered the, how do I know for right. Dawson? Right. He did. But at that same moment, he spoke to you. I think it was a way, what, what he spoke to me, now that I think about it, he spoke continue. To me, it was like, keep going. Like, I provided this tangible thing for Dawson in the moment, and I want you, Dad, to keep going. Yeah. So opening our home after that to another young gentleman who came to live with us, you know, and and took him to church. And again, just leave it leading by example to now, you know, he's seeking out, he's actually moving to Italy next month, um, stationed in the military. Um, he'll be stationed over there and already looking at where can I get hooked up with a church? Like, how do I... Mm-hmm. You know, where do I go? What are good churches? Like starting to question that. Whereas I, I don't know a ton about his family of origin, um, whether they were believed in even going to church. I'm not sure. But I know once he started living with us, it was a, hey, can I go? And that yeah. was that was a, sure, we we're going to drag you anyway. But yes, absolutely, <laughs> you can go with us. Like, we would love that. Mm. So I think it was just that, conti- that's the message I'm I'm kind of seeing right now is, is well, continue. Yeah. But also that he's partnering with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the, uh, Derek, I got this job for you to do, go do it. But Hey, I'm right here w- with you. It's maybe an it, us thing, Derek. Maybe it's continue. And I got your back. Yeah. Is kind of that I'm, I'm right beside you in case you ever question that I'm, I'm right beside you. You know, and I, I think some of the power of hearing someone else's story is the idea that if God will show up in their life that way, maybe he'll do the same for me. Yeah. And and to that extent, you were right there 
And he was showing up for Dawson, but he was showing up for you too. Yeah, he was. And he does that. He seems to do that a lot in times where I, we were talking earlier about how I like to always be busy and mm-hmm. times where I can slow down. I can't ever get to stop, but when I can, I can slow down and take a breath, um, especially in a situation where things aren't going according to my plan and I can look back and go, Oh, now I see how God was orchestrating something. You know, I had a friend, um, long ago, um, when my wife and I first got involved in a a life group at, at church, um, big group, we split off. And one of the guys once said, he goes, you know, I, I wish at times God would reach out of heaven and smack me upside the head so that I knew which direction he wanted me to go. No, no, we don't want a God that big to smack us. No, but I I wish it was more evident. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes I think it is, we're just not, I'm not paying attention. I'll pick on me. Sometimes I think I'm not paying attention. And when I, when it gets so bad that I, I cry out, I'm like, Oh, maybe you have been telling me this for a while. Okay. Maybe I should double down on listening mm-hmm. again. And, and, um, pausing like we were talking earlier, you yeah. know, in the, in the listen, pause, uh, to let Christ speak. Mm. It's not, that's ways are said than done in the way that I'm wired, but there are times I do okay at it. There are times I'm, I'm not so good at it. So when did God first show up as real for you? Ooh, that's a hard question. Um, when did God first show up as real? At what point did you never doubt again? Maybe maybe you've doubted other things, but never yeah. doubted that he that he exists, that he's there. And that he's interested so, in you. I, I'm struggling because I've I've believed that God existed since I can remember, right? right. Since I was uh, since I was a little like taking the you know the faith of my parents and making it my own. And um, there are times where I fell away, but it was never a. I don't think God exists. No, I just was kind of running. I wanted to do it my way, and so what? What? whatever God thinks, whatever, I want to do it my way. So that was falling away. But there was never in me a sense of of God not being real. Um, but I would say, whew, if I had to dig real deep, um, when my, growing up, um, my mom was uh, diagnosed with uh, depression, uh, went through some bad times, um, and praying, even as a even as a young boy, um, praying that God would help mom, and mom would still be around, you know, the next day when that was a a concern for her mm-hmm. in the moment. I was too young to know that was a concern, um, and then mm-hmm. my mom struggled with health issues for a long, long time. There were plenty of of days in the hospital praying that we would get one more day with mom 
and we got several more years and then can we have one more day and there were several more years mm. can we have one more day like like issue after issue that other people had not survived my mom was an iron giant in some of those and mm. he kept saying yes until you know this last time when he said no it's it's my turn to to bring her home and i really believe that um so those were always real moments mm-hmm. when in my desperation, in my sadness, in my worry, when I could go to him and know, and I, and I knew because I'd always known, and that's a really weird thing, um, but yeah, I knew, I knew he was listening, mm-hmm. but I also knew the answer at some point might be no, and sure. that I would have to be okay with that, or like I said earlier, wrestle with God and beat on his chest and say, I'm not okay with that. Like right. he's big enough to to take that as well. You know, I I love that part, and you know, I've shared with somebody recently that uh, I encourage people to yell at God mm-hmm. when life's hard. Yell at God, and yet I'll um, I haven't and can't bring myself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Um, do what I say, not what I do. Is absolutely. that what you're saying? Um, because I get to that point and I'm like, uh, I'll say I'm angry, mm-hmm. but I won't raise my voice. Now, I, through being a lifeguard, through being in, in broadcasting, through being in theater and choir, I've got a voice that carries naturally. No. And I'm, <laughs> really? And I'm really good at, at projecting, you know. In a pool full of kids, I can talk to that one kid, and everybody knows, <laughs> including that kid, that clear across the pool on the deck on the other side, he's the one I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, I'm really good at raising my voice, but I just can't. There's something, like I just, it's a little bit of fear, but yet at the same time, he knows. Sure. And and there's he nothing. Your, he knows your heart. Yeah. You can You can yell at God just from your heart. Doesn't right. have to be audible, right? And and there were times where you know I, I lost a great mentor that uh, that came into my life as you and I've known him. We, we were, he was around for three years, and then God said, "I'm bringing him home," and um, you know that relationship was something I'd wanted for years, and it was in my mid forties before I got it. Yeah, and then just a taste. It hadn't even got really a good chance to settle in, and he takes it away. Um, and that being upset and and hearing him say, I know, but I've got things that I'm doing, and this is how it's going to happen. And, I, and I've got you in mind, and I'm doing this because I've got a place for you to grow, and... I'm going to create a vacuum and you're going to get sucked up into that vacuum. Yep. And so, yes, I know how much it hurts. I know how much you want this, but I've got something better for you than what you even realize, you know, and know what you want. Um, is that's, that was a way where in the middle of my anger and I didn't get it, I didn't see the future. I didn't know what was happening. Right. But I did hear in, in our conversation that he and I had, it was, I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. I got this. I know what I'm doing, and uh, trust me. And I roll. I roll my eyes because 
I know God knows what he's doing. And sometimes I, I disagree mm-hmm. that this is the way it should happen. Um, a career ago, um, when I left, I, it, it seemed to me on the, the day I left, it seemed to be, um, the, the explosion of a dream. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was going to do that for the rest of my life. I was exactly what God had called me to do. Um, I, I really believed in my, my skill set, and I was, I was built uniquely for this. Um, and I had believed that all along and I'd given that up, uh, in the, in the middle of that career, I, I, I wholly believe I, I tried really hard to give that up. Like, Hey, this has got to be you, but man, thanks. Cause this is, this is going really well. And I, I was enjoying it. And when that ended, um, it was a low point in my life, mm-hmm. but where I'm at now in this next career, like what he's, he's asked me to do and be able to provide for my family, for those around me to take, uh, the, the parenting stuff that Terry and I do to different, down different avenues to learn to, um, and, and be a part of doing, um, not to put a plug in, but QPR, so suicide prevention, hmm. um, got a couple of really close connections with that in my life and to be able then to pour into others, you know, how, how can we stop this or how can we step in when somebody's hurting? Right. And it's not as hard as you would think if I would have been there in that last career, I wouldn't be doing that today. Right. And I, I really value that today. Like that's, that's important. You know, I, I think the value of reading really brings this up. And I, and I love how your eyes, you just went like, where are you going, Thaddeus? Reading? <laughs> yeah. And here's why. I can't read. What is are you that, talking about? Is that as you read, we start to understand that chapters close mm-hmm. and then new chapters open. And things Fine. wrap up and close end of chapter. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's the end of the book and now we got to wait for the next book to come out. Exactly. Right, the next one in the series, um, but that's a lot of what it is. Is that what we went through yesterday prepared us for today? Oh, absolutely. Um, I am who I am today because of all those experiences, going back to everything I can remember from growing up to the the best friend across the street, and and things that we did that we probably shouldn't have done, but did anyway, and like. All of those experiences go into who we are today, and, mm-hmm. and I really believe that God has orchestrated all of that for what's going, what I'm going to say tomorrow mm-hmm. to somebody, or or the example I'm going to give to somebody this weekend and not even know it. And I and I do that because of in in God's infinite wisdom, He orchestrated. I, I I'm going to orchestrate Derek doing it this way because it's going to mean something to somebody else. Mm. I've said for a long time, like I, I relish the opportunity when somebody can, can talk to, uh, uh, look at, you know, engage with me and go, something's different about you. What is it? And then I get the chance to, to open that up. Well, because I have Christ in my life, like right. This is this is why I'm different. You know, I care for people because of of he care he cares for me. This is one of the things he built me to do. So, 
I'm going to do it to the best. And he, and he spent all these years, decades training you to do it today, yep. the way you need to do it today, in the same way that he put that book yep. right where it was. Yep. And where, da- where Dawson will go with that, I, I don't know. It'll be fun to see. Yeah. I uh, was going through a, my cleaning my house out recently, and I found boxes of old cassettes. Um, and uh, and my wife has helped me go through some of these. Um, and one of the tapes we found recently was um, Stephen Curtis Chapman's "The Great Adventure." Okay. Um, and just that that reminder that ever since that came out in I don't know late late <laughs> early nineties maybe, um, just that seems to be kind of a reminder that our life is this great adventure with Christ. Yeah. Um, what's a time that um, you really felt like God was doting on you? Just pouring his blessings, just like, Derek, I love you, and I'm going to show you how much I love you. So I would say a, a, a fairly recent example um, would be an opportunity because I do what I do now. So working with my business partner and doing the things that we do, we can cover for each other and we can really, you can take a two week vacation and not blink twice. Cause I know that he has everything handled vice versa. He can go off and go, Travel the world. Literally. Literally. Recently. Recently. And come back and I got you. Like that's that's why we're in business together. Support one another, right? So took a trip with family and I'll make it short. Um, but basically we got the weekend wrong. Sorry, what? <laughs> so my wife, my son, his fiance, we're heading on vacation. And we're communicating with my mother-in-law, who was like, and and actually it was mother-in-law talking through brother-in-law, who was like, uh, you're on the wrong weekend. And we're like, excuse me? They're like, yeah, we go next week. And we're halfway there. Mm. So it's like, huh, this is kind of fun. What do we do? <laughs> my My thoughts, pull up, grab a hotel in Kansas City, eat some great barbecue and go home tomorrow. And my wife goes, nope, we're going anyway. Hmm. So off we went. We found an Airbnb, stayed, enjoyed the time getting to know my future daughter-in-law, enjoying time with Dawson, seeing him uh, enjoy, believe it or not, fishing. I tried to get the dude to fish growing up, and he was like, eh. But now that his fiance is into fishing and likes doing it. Now it's all about fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yep. Yep. She can get him to do things I can't. But so we went for the whole vacation, came back home. Two days later, we're going on the official weekend of vacation. vacation. So a time, a, a two weeks of, of rest that I probably would never take myself. Mm. We got orchestrating I think maybe you need this time with Dawson, hmm. time with my wife, time with family, which we highly value um, and would not have 
orchestrated doing it that way. Right. Probably never would have taken a, a four day with Dawson and her like on a whim. So God was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to do it. I'm just gonna make you do it. Right. So that would so, be a time recently where I felt that. So the relationships were strengthened. You got to know each other. Absolutely. What was that like? What were some of the gifts you pulled out of that? So especially my relationship with Dawson's fiance. So I've, he chose her, they chose each other. I'm all for it. Uh, You know, they're really good together, but seeing who she was um, or is um, seeing, just getting to know her better to hear a little bit about her, her, growing up story. Um, one of the things Terry and I always say is we love hard. Like mm. if you join, if you come to the 4th of July festival, you're now family. Just be prepared. Like that's, <laughs> that's who we are. Like if you're apart, then you're apart forever. Don't, don't say you're not coming. Cause we'll come find you and drag you. Like right. we, we love hard. And so being able to see how we can do that with her, but maybe in a different way. Cause she's yeah. not, the friend, like she chose Dawson and we come with Dawson. So finding out ways how we can do that better hmm. and do that in a way that doesn't, that, that she appreciates. So those were questions I'm sure knowing you and Terry, the questions you were asking yourselves, Oh, yeah. how can we do this? Oh yeah. How can we come along and support and encourage in a healthy way mm-hmm. and not be overbearing? Right. I'm so fearful of being that that overbearing, stepping in, giving advice where it's not wanted or needed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so cognizant of I don't want to be that. Well, I could see it being guy. very very easy to be. Hey, why don't you why don't you kids come over for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. We were there last night, and the night before, mm-hmm. and the night before. I know it was great. Come again. Right. I could totally see that, and right. yet I also know the two of you would never do that. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> because at some point in time, you go, okay, no, wait, wait, wait. You guys, you, you care about people enough. You understand relationships. You'd be like, you, need, you guys need your time. Right. I also, I also want to be open enough that they can say, no, we need our time. Yeah. And then I'll be okay with that. Like, I'm not offended by that. Really, I'm not. Right. So understanding who the two of you are. And, and projecting, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any daughter-in-laws or anything like that yet. Um, but I can, I can imagine. I got a good imagination. Yes, of course. Uh, I can imagine that you guys are in that, how do we do this? How do we do it right? How do, how do we maximize it being clueless? And then God says, you know what? I'm going to give you a bunch of answers and it's going to come as a mishap. And that's cool because that's the only way. The four of you are going to get aside, just the four of you like this. Yep. I'm going to orchestrate that to happen. I'm going to answer a lot of the questions that you guys have. Yep. Probably give you and Terry peace, a deeper peace about the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. All of the above. And And I don't know that that would have happened. I know for a fact I could not have orchestrated an event to have that happen. Right. You know, in my mind to go, well, I really need to get to know her more. So I think what would be good is if we vacationed together for four and a half days and we drove down all by ourselves in the same car. Like, and then you're trying to. My brain doesn't work like that. 
Well, so. and even if it did, you're trying to manufacture <laughs> an event and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. That and, doesn't work. And yet, here's a God who says, Derek and Terry, I love you guys. I want to give that to you. I want to answer those questions. I want to give you things that you're going to see so you, you can help chart a course for what you guys do, so you can help chart a course for them for success. You know, the thing that is more exciting to me mm. than God giving to me <clears throat> is God using me. Oh. Like, how how more are you going to use me, God, in their lives, in their friends' lives, in extended family? Like, that's the part I'm I'm equally as excited about. Is how else can I can God use me to be an example to show what it's like to be uh, someone who is who is a Christ follower? Hmm. So hmm. that's the exciting part. I like remember we help. So if right. we help means I show I give an example, then let's go, baby. I'm ready. Right. Well, okay. So we've got Uh-oh. we've got plenty of time for another good story. All right. Oh no. You you love being used. You love being <laughs> Thanks helpful. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about a time where you really felt like God was working through you and and deeply impacted somebody that it was maybe you or it. You know, if it wasn't going to be you in that situation, maybe there was nobody else. And so God pulled it pulled it together for you to 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 use you in that relationship. Hmm, that's it's an interesting one. That's an interesting question. Um, so mentorship is, has always been a big deal in my life. Mm-hmm. Um. But on, on the side of being the mentor, I don't ever remember being the mentee. Right. That makes any sense. Absolutely. Like, I, I wish for that, but it just had not ever. So fine, I'll be the mentor. Um, and started meeting with a, a gentleman who walked up, uh, walked into the church on a Day after Easter, asked to talk. So I sat down. And I'm like, great. I'd love to talk. What's going on? He goes, tell me something good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's an interesting question. Like, God is good. Like, what do you? He goes, nope. Didn't like Easter this year. Tell me something good. And I'm like, Okay. Like, in my life, like, where are you going? What are you, like, I, I'm trying to figure out, he just needed a good family story. So I'm like, all right, you know, we have fun at Easter. And so kind of told him about my experience at Easter, you know, with my family and then my extended family and, you know, how much I enjoy that my mom cooks the same thing every single Easter when she was around. And I love that. She was always like, oh, we're doing this again. I'm like, we love that. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. continue, please. Right. Um, Jello Easter eggs. Yeah, uh, That's my deal. Jello Easter eggs. I Ooh, love. That sounds good. They're, they're just Jello eggs shaped yep. like, like Easter eggs. 
and they come in a mold, you make them in a mold that's got little like sure. squiggly lines and things on sure. them, so they're really pretty, and then they're jello. And I'm a scallop potato guy. My mom mm. always made ham and scallop potatoes. But All right. anyway, All right. so um, come to find out, uh, this guy has got a a, a history um, of just way as God. He didn't perceive God showing up mm. in his life. Um, and then all of a sudden had an experience with God and started following and things got better for him and in, in one area and it's, it's his story to tell. So I don't want to tell his whole story. Um, but in other areas he was, he was struggling. Yeah. And so he asked to talk again. I'm like, sure. Next week work. Yep. I'll be here. And he consistently showed up. And then it, we, we kind of lengthened that. It became once every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was once, once a month. And then I was, when I was no longer at church, um, he just called me. said, can we continue to meet? And I'm like, sure, why not? And so to this day, we continue to talk on the phone and meet periodically. And for him, that's just a... a he wants to hear. He's learning how to do, um, learning how to do relationship, mm. and without telling his story, um, he's yeah he's he's learning how to do relationship with others. And again, I'm, I feel like I'm an easygoing guy. Like, whatever. If we mess up, we'll we'll fix it. We'll keep going. So we talk about God. We talk about reading our Bibles. We talk about building relationship. We talk about struggles. Um, He's not a big feeler, so when my mom passed away, this is this is the relationship we had built. Right. When my mom passed away, like he called me like two days later, and he asked me, "So how you doing?" I said, "Well, my mom passed away two days ago, and and my, you know, I'm tearing up." And he goes, "Oh, I I don't do well with death. I'll call you in a couple of weeks." And hung up on me. <laughs> and it, it's it's funny now, but it really it really was funny in the moment. And I saw some light of God in that because that's just him. Right. Nope. That's something I don't deal with. I'll call you when that's over. Right. You know? Right. And he continues to ask, are you over your mom's death yet? I'm I'm dealing with it. All right. Let's talk about something else. Like, (laughs) he's trying a little bit, but wow. Okay. Whatever. Right. He He knows enough to ask. Yes. But doesn't know really how to go about it. And what if I I said something hard? Like, oh. ooh, I'm really, really struggling. Now what do I say to him? You know? Uh-huh. So I, I love talking to this guy. Like, it, it's just a, a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. doesn't pull any punches. He is not afraid to say anything to anyone about anything. He'll mm-hmm. tell you about yourself if you deserve that talk. So mm. sounds It sounds kind of like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, a little bit. Um, a huge, well... Mostly a breath of, or a breath of mostly fresh air. Yes, is Brian. Um, yeah, totally no filter. But you know the same guy. Maybe it is the same guy. Uh, it is. It is. Um, and the what you're experiencing and watching God work in His life mm-hmm. is rewarding. Absolutely, it is. You see God's handiwork. Yes, and you get to be the tool. Well, and, and to see that God will show up for anyone at any time, mm-hmm. like God will show up. Um, 
it might not be the answer that I want, but he will be there to give me an answer. Because mm -hmm. sometimes that answer is no, sometimes that answer is wait. Right. Those are hard to hear, but... I uh, I find myself in the first book, the first chapter of James, asking for wisdom, <laughs> and and a lot of it is a lot of the wisdom is um, you know some there's some prayers that God always answers, like help me see people the way you see them. Okay, and I think anybody that that truly asks God for that, He will show you absolutely. Sure. Now. In the process, and it may be a five-year process, a 10-year process, he's going to change your heart. Right, right. Because you can't see people the way God sees them typically with the heart that you have. Right. So he's going to do the work inside of you so that he doesn't just, like, paint the picture for you. He changes you so that you're so that looking you with the same eyes. Them. Yeah. Your eyes are different. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, those are some of those where, you know, when you ask for wisdom, God, what, where are you going here? What are you doing? Um, and sometimes he'll give you that longer vision. Sometimes. Um, you know, the situation I'm in, we've talked about a lot. I know God's got her. Yeah. But I don't have a date. Yeah. I don't know the process. I don't get to see much. If anything, you know, and I go back and I, and I, um, they're, they're talking about, uh, the heroes of the faith mm -hmm. and how many of the heroes, the who's who, these are the, uh, what's the, what's the, the goats. Yes. The goats. Greatest of all, all time. time. Yeah. Absolutely. The goats never saw it with their, while they were alive. Mm -hmm. Um, and realizing that may be the case. Or, or I should say, and mm -hmm. those that had to take it to the full extent of giving it over. Yeah. Of giving my son, you, you, you're wanting my son, then I'm going to give you my son. And knowing that he would give his son later. Yeah. You know, if if I give over that relationship, if I give over that stuff to, you know, to God, then it's not mine to control. And yeah. then I'm I'm just waiting on God's timing because it's never my timing anyway. Mm -mm. So it's it's okay. God, I'm I'm going to be faithful. And if that means a day, a month, a year, a season, whatever whatever that is, I love that term, a season. Uh -huh. What is that season? That season might be a week, and that season might be a decade. Right. So we we never know. Hmm. And that that and I think God will always not think. I believe God will always get us through that. Mm -hmm. And we're learning something. Yeah. That's a frequent prayer of mine. What am I supposed to learn from the, this? God truly, this sucks. What am I supposed to learn? Right. Because I'm not. I'm not having any fun or I'm not enjoying these people or I'm not enjoying this project or, well, you know, what, whatever that is, what am I supposed to learn? You from know, this? and, and when we hit the same wall again and again and again, <laughs> why am I not learning this? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, what, what haven't I learned? What it's the I, same wall. What am I, I missing? My dent from last <laughs> you know, I, I, that, 
that part of you said a moment ago, it's never our timing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish it was. Yeah. How do you? There's times like, couldn't it just be my timing once? Like, here's here's my fear. If I'm being truthful, mm-hmm. if it was my timing, I probably would mess it up. Now. I would like it to be my timing. Yeah. And I think God is going, yeah, no, you don't, you don't want that now. You want that later. Or maybe you want that a lot later. And I'll show you a lot later why you wanted it then and not right now. Yeah. Well, and, and I look at, as I've, I've put on events and, and I'm working with an organization to put on again, an event Friday, um, there's all the details. And I learned a long, long time ago that if you take care of the little details, the big details take care of themselves. And you put this all together and whatever it is, we want that thing to happen. Sure. We're going to take care of a certain number of details. Sure. And there's a whole lot of details that are going to get left undone that I can't manage because I've only got so many hours in a day. Yep. There's only so many people involved. There are hundreds of details that just aren't going to get managed if I do it in my timing. Yep. But when he does it in his timing... Every single minutia detail <laughs> is exactly done. It's exactly cared for. It's planned out. It's tended. That's the difference for me. Yeah. I'll tell you what's what's interesting and what I do now is seeing how, I'll be honest, big events never scare me and it's not because of the details. I could care less about the details. I, I want the big you know, let's just get everybody together and we're going to have a great time. And what about this? I don't know. Let somebody else deal with that. Like, yep, yep. I love that about God because he can do both. But I love that he brings people together. Um, and whether that's people you work with, uh, your your neighbors and your friends, uh, your, your significant other, your spouse, your children. Like, mm-hmm. Dawson is way more detail-oriented than I am. Like, those details matter to him a lot. And I've had definite people in my different careers who needed that, mm-hmm. um, but who wouldn't jump up on stage and do a song and dance in front of, you know, a thousand kids just because it's fun. Like, right. That would scare them. I'm like, right. it scares me to take care of the details Please put me up on stage. Like, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. I can't do the detail things. Right. Drives you nuts. So. Well, and, and that was, you know, I got married this year. Yes. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And as we were planning the wedding, um, <laughs> there's all these details about, well, like, what color should the tablecloths be? And and I didn't know there's this thing that when you're setting a table, you put under the plate. <laughs> it's called found- a, It's called a charger. Yeah, I just found out about this myself at an event I went to a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It, I didn't know that was a th- thing. There's a name for it. It's called a charger. I'm today years old. Thank you. <laughs> and, and we're going through all these, and she's like, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, like, none of that. I'm like, whatever. I yep. don't, like, it's not a concern to me. What I, can, what I was managing, the details that mattered to me was, this is the day it's going to be. This is when people arrive. We need to not be doing tasks. Once they get here, sure. Because you know my wife, my wife's not wasn't from here. She is now. Yeah, she's a, um, hopefully in the next week or so she'll have her first red T-shirt with Ooh. a big N on it. You know, um, when in Rome. Yes. Uh, but uh, so all of her friends and family are coming here, and they've not seen each other, and and some of them are like, we had international travelers coming wow. in. So I'm like, 
trying to guard her time as much as I can, saying we need to get all this done, taken care of, wrapped up or delegated before the first ones arrive. Because when they arrive, you're not going to have time to do this. Right. And she's like, oh, well, well, when my, when my bridesmaids gets here, then, then maybe we'll do this together. And I'm like, no, it's not going to work that way. Because you're going to want to spend time chatting, sitting down over ice cream, doing that kind of stuff. You're not going to want to be cutting fruit for the reception. you know. <laughs> Nor should you be. You're the bride. Right, right. Um, but it was those details that recognize it, it, is, it was a big deal. But the things to her, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's a, the best thing about relationship when we can start to take a step towards somebody else mm-hmm. and realize it's important to you, so therefore it should be important to me. Right. And that works both ways. Yeah. You know, it's important to my wife to have time to recharge with a great book. You know, with the lights down low and the, the music turned off. But it's equally as important to me that we go have a good time and watch a movie and be out with friends and let's do a bunch of stuff. Like it's at taking a step towards one another and, and communicating those needs and, and providing for those needs for one another. Ah, that is a perfect place for a transition. Oh no. And I want to transition into, is you're talking about stepping together into interpersonal relationships. Uh-huh. And the thing I've learned and a lot from you was that I'm better at intimate relationships with others when I'm best at an intimate relationship with God. Yes. And you know a lot about that. <laughs> um, I, uh, we're kind of at that stopping point for time wise. Yep. Would, would you come back and could we explore that? Sure. What that's like sometime? Sure. I'd love to. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be great. be a great talking point. Well, thanks for coming. Do you believe it's been an hour? No. I, that's the way it works with us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, has it been 15? Because, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll go out for breakfast and then finish when they bring the dessert for supper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Derek, thanks a ton for coming. I'm really excited to uh, to see what the listeners pull out of this. It was it was a lot of fun for me. I think the listeners I will it. too. Thank you. Thanks Good for the invite. Good. So you've been listening to the Who Is God podcast. I am the host, Thaddeus Funk, and uh, until next time, be blessed. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to the Who Is God podcast. Join the discussion on Facebook or Instagram. This podcast has been brought to you by Tacklebox Studios. Tacklebox Studios is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation. This podcast has been made possible by generous support from individuals like you. If you found this meaningful, please let us know. Donations can be mailed to Tacklebox Studios, 285 South 68th Street Place, Suite 320, Lincoln, Nebraska, 68510.